Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Yeah, I have no good news for you. So if you're tuning in looking for good news, I'm sorry, but this may not be the show for you today. Uh, There is no good news. There's only degrees of bad news. And if they want to fight, then let's give it to them. They want to fight. They're going to keep poking and prodding. When I say they, I'm talking about the liberal lunatics. So if they want to make our lives miserable, then let's return the favor. So that's what today's show is going to be. It's going to be a painful one. It's not going to be an easy one to listen to. I'm going to describe to you where we are and a plan to at least fight back. They want to make your lives miserable. They want to be enemies of civil liberties. Come after us on the internet. Come after our our money. Come after our health care. Come after our kids support Castro lovers and socialism, then let's make, let's make their lives miserable too. I'll give you that plan today, step by step. Because we got to do something. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, get a VPN today. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Pick up a VPN. All right. Welcome to the Dan Bongino show. Let's get right to it. Uh, our sponsors today as well as, uh, our sponsor today as well as, is Omax, excuse me, uh, having a tough time this morning dealing with last night. Living with chronic pain is the worst. It's more than a feeling of discomfort. It can affect your whole life. Many of my listeners probably have some type of pain that's annoying the heck out of you, preventing you from relaxing, sometimes sleeping and stopping you from doing things like exercising. You're looking to get rid of that nagging muscle and joint pain immediately and providing long lasting relief. Try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution we use in our house, cryo-free CBD roll-on. I got one right here, developed by Omax Health. This has been a lifesaver for me. I have arthritis and for Paula, it has a really bad neck. You just take it off and roll it on just like that. You feel that freeze right away. For me, it works in just minutes and it lasts for a really, really long time. It's non-prescription, triple action pain relief roll-on. It's specifically formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, improve muscle and joint flexibility. It's 100% natural, CBD powered, and the remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application. Relief lasts up to eight hours, much longer than over-the-counter products. Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off a bottle of cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on. This stuff works. Works like works on me. The discount applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to omaxhealth.com today and our code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's O-M-A-X health.com and our code Bongino to get 20, 20, excuse me, 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. Pro athletes such as PGA golfer Kyle Stanley use cryo-freeze to recover both on and off the courts. Uh, Omax has 95% five-star reviews saying that they've tried everything and Omax cryo-freeze is so good. They're buying it for their family and friends too. Simply roll it over where it hurts, ice out the pain. No messy creams or horrible fragrances. Go to omaxhealth.com, enter code Bongino for 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. That's omaxhealth.com, enter code Bongino to get 20% uh, 20 off and site-wide. All right, Joe, let's go. Listen, um, let's get serious now because 40% of the country are delusional. They're losing their minds right now. They are voting for people that will directly impact the quality of their life in a negative way and doing it just out of spite. It is the absolute version of cut off your nose to spite your face. So if they want to fight, they want to make our lives and their lives miserable, then let's give it to them. But we need a plan, a plan I'm going to give to you. And as always, when things don't go well for us, I think of this quote by H.L. Mencken, which is appropriate right now. Liberals and lunatic Democrats want a country of 
socialist principles, no economic freedom, healthcare freedom, uh, lack of school choice, uh, permanent lockdowns. You want to defund the police, anti-police society where crime runs rampant? So let's go to H.L. Mencken. H.L. Mencken said about that, democracy is the theory that the common man knows what he wants and deserves to get it. Good and hard. The only way to wake people up on the other side that are voting for the destruction of your life, your kid's future, any potential of getting any decent health care in this country for decades, those people voting to take that away from you is to give it to them. Both good and hard. This is what you want? This is what you want? This is the agenda you keep voting for? The roughly 40, 45% of the country who keep voting in these Democrats that are destroying this country, creating a forest fire, taking down everyone everywhere? Let's go to video number one here. Here is um, Raphael Warnock, who appears to have won last night, who is your new senator from Georgia. Here is him pandering to Castro in 2016 after Castro's death, claiming Castro was a you know complicated figure. You know, Joe, I'm just wondering, if you had video of a Republican up in a pulpit somewhere mm-hmm. claiming, you know, Hitler, Mussolini, mm-hmm. Stalin, mm-hmm. Idi Amin, Joe, these are complicated figures. Yeah. I'm just guessing, throwing out there for you and the rest of the audience, that that would probably create an uproar given that Castro is responsible for, it depends his death count. We're not really sure. When you look it up, you get numbers anywhere from 30 to about 115,000 dead bodies due to Castro. Mm -hmm. That doesn't, by the way, Joe, that doesn't count the the torture and imprisonment. That's a whole separate, sorry, we're going to have to get to that another day. Uh But the median, rough median of Castro dead bodies, let's say is maybe 70, 75,000 dead because of Castro, because of political torture death and destruction. But don't worry, here's your new senator from Georgia saying, hey, it's complicated, folks. This guy's got just terrific judgment. Check him out. We pray for the people of Cuba in this moment. We remember Fidel Castro, whose legacy is complex. Don't let anybody tell you a simple story. Life usually isn't very simple. His legacy is complex. Kind of like America's legacy is complex. Yeah, comparing Castro to the legacy of America. The difference with Castro and America is we actually fought for civil liberties in a civil war where hundreds of thousands of people died to free people from chains, servitude, slavery. And we actually had civil civil rights movement in this country, by the way, led by Republicans against Democrats where we fought for genuine equality. The reverse happened with Castro. Castro got more tyrannical as the body count built up over time. But yes, let's compare the two. There's your new senator from Georgia. Hope you're proud, everybody you voted for. Sounds like a really terrific guy with incredible judgment. The pro-abortion, air quotes, pastor. Not sure where he found that passage in the Bible. Termination of life in the womb. Yes, that's very godly, according to Warnock. Don't know where he found that one. This is what you want? Well, as again, H.L. Mencken said, and we'll repeat throughout the show, well, let's give it to you good and hard then. You want some of this? Here's another one coming up now that you've uh, 
looks like could be possible given Senate control to liberal lunatics. How about this from Brookings? This is coming your way for all you liberals and Democrats that keep voting for this stuff, who voted for Biden and Warnock and, uh, what is it, 12-year-old John Ossoff, the congressional, was he an intern or something? For kind of, That's his claim to fame. Uh, when he's not promoting Chinese propaganda, he's running for U.S. Senate, John Ossoff, which is, that's interesting. So here's the Brookings Institute. Oh, you know Brookings, right? How could changing capital gains taxes raise more revenue? Oh, this is on the Biden agenda coming up. This is on the Biden agenda. If this, if, if, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if today doesn't work out, we got to be prepared for eventualities, okay? Everybody needs a plan. This is what's coming up. Liberals, you want this? Good, let's give it to them. They talk about uh, any school distributions of wealth, blah, blah, blah. Brookings says, in addition, there's been growing a growing understanding that the U.S. faces a long-term fiscal shortfall that must be addressed, at least in part by raising revenues. For these and other reasons, proposals to raise taxes on wealthy households have received increased attention in recent years. One approach is to reform the taxation of capital gains. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, what are we talking about this now for? Because you better get ready. One prominent proposal will be to tax capital gains as they accrue instead of waiting until an asset is sold. An approach sometimes known as mark-to-market. Oh, so, so there are liberals who watch my show or listening to this right now going, no, no, no. No, I, I didn't vote for any of that. I voted just to tax those, those rich people, the evil rich people, not for me. How do you feel about paying taxes on unrealized capital gains? Yeah, you know, like pension funds. Here, you happen to be a union plumber in LA or elsewhere, and your entire retirement's invest in a pension fund, which is exposed to the stock market. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you feel about paying yeah, your pension fund, paying taxes on unrealized capital gains, stocks you bought years ago that you haven't cashed out yet? Oh, what do you mean? We can't pay that. What, what if we lose later on? Oh, no one's explained what happens if you lose money on the stock. They're only explaining Biden and his cronies, Warnock and others going forward, how they're going to tax when you gain on a stock, even though you didn't sell it. This is what you want. You want pastors and the United's pastor, pro-abortion pastors in the Senate who can't determine if Castro was a good or a bad guy. You want to start paying taxes on stocks and your pension that you haven't even sold yet? Well, let's give it to you good and hard then. Let's see how you like it. Here's a Wall Street Journal piece. How Joe Biden's tax plan could affect you. The Democrat says he won't raise taxes on households earning less than $400,000 a year, but he would raise them sharply on the wealthy corporations. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Of course, liberals who really aren't that bright can never do spreadsheets, basic math or anything like that. are like, that's not going to affect me. I'm not worried at all. I just voted to tax all those rich mm, holes. Oh, you did. OK, let's check out this Wall Street Journal piece. I'll tell you how this is going to affect you in a minute. Um, of course, this requires you to have an IQ in the triple digits, which many liberals don't have. So this may be complex. So here you go. So this Biden administration with Warnock and and uh, Ossoff, who, I, again, I think was an intern or a legislative something up on Capitol Hill for one of the dopiest members of Congress, they said they were going to raise the corporate tax rate back to 28%, propose a new minimum tax, and raise taxes on foreign income. For individuals, they'll raise the top rate to 396 from 37 create new limits on deductions, and impose the 12.4% Social Security payroll tax on wages above $400,000. High-income owners of pass-through businesses that don't pay the corporate tax would lose the break they got in 2017. 
Biden would also change the taxation of capital gains. Instead of getting a preferential rate of 23.8, they'd be taxed at 39.6 for households with income above a million. In addition, Mr. Biden would require that people who die with appreciated assets pay income taxes on those unrealized gains. Come back. It goes on and on and on. So, yes, listen, if you're economically illiterate and stupid, which probably means you're a liberal, then you're saying, oh, Dan, this doesn't seem to concern me. Taxing only seems to be concerning people making over $400,000 a year and over a million dollars a year. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. You can't unintertwine yourself from the economy they belong to. When those people worth over a million dollars a year are forced to sell their stocks before they appreciate more. Oh, shocker. You own some of those stocks, too. Wait, wait, now liberals are like, oh my God, I'm not really, I'm a liberal, so I'm really stupid, but I'm, this doesn't seem to make sense. So if a bunch of well, evil, wealthy folks who are, by the way, creating most of the jobs in this country, all of a sudden don't have the money to create the jobs. This sounds like there's going to be less jobs for us, number one. And number two, it sounds like the stocks I invested in, in my 401k and in my pension, if everybody starts selling them and there's no buyers because the wealthy people are mostly the buyers and they'll be forced to sell them to avoid enormous tax bills, that sounds like my income will take a hit too in my retirement. Oh, <laughs> Kenny Bell time. We'll let it ring for a bit on this one. You finally getting it? You waking up now from your liberal stupor? You wanted this. Now you're going to get it. Good and hard. Oh, there's more. You know, these liberal paradises we can never seem to find watching my hometown of New York City collapse in total decay as a communist, Castro-loving, absolute life loser, Warren Wilhelm, also known as Bill de Balzio, as he ran the world's greatest city entirely into the ground. You voted for him. You Not only that, you voted for him in a landslide. So why are you moving away from him? You went in and used the power in a constitutional republic to select a man who destroyed your life and your city, and now you want to move away and bring your cancer down to us? No, no, keep it where you are. Don't move down here. Please don't come to Florida. It's a free country. I can't stop you, but I'm begging you. We don't, trust me when I tell you, we don't want you down here. We don't want you. Don't come down here. But we have money and jobs. Don't bring your money and your jobs down here. We don't want you. We have our own jobs. We have a functioning state. We don't want you. Go away. Keep your liberal forest fire where you are and watch your own cardboard Potemkin village collapse. Oh, it's not collapsing, Dan. It isn't. Check out this Daily Caller article, of course, which we'll put up today for you to check out. Brandon Devlin, murder surged in New York City during 2020, and police suggest the defund the police movement might have something to do with it. Oh, my gosh, that's a shocker. You have terrorist groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, supported by Warren Wilhelm the Balzio III or the 42nd, whatever, Castro-loving communist supports these terror groups that march throughout the city, burn these cities down and destroy them. And then these groups support, you know, we want pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, 
What do we want, dead cops? That was one of their marches. Yes, this BLM, Black Lives Matter group. And then you wonder why you don't get effective policing. I, gee, I, I don't know. I can't, I, I, I can't put two and two together. I, I can't seem to figure this out. From the Daily Caller piece, this is your liberal paradise. You all are fleeing to come down and destroy my state of Florida. Get away. Stay away. We don't want you. Quote, Daily Caller. Other cities, Joe, there's a common denominator with these other cities. I'm going to put a test for Joe. Keep this up, uh, Miss Paula, for a second. Mm-hmm. Joe, there's going to be there's going to be a test at the end of this quote. Okay, I want you to tell me what these cities have in common. It's very difficult, so think. I'll give you a minute as I'm reading this. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. so we're all going to give producer Joe some time to figure this out. These cities I'm going to read about have one big thing in common. Other cities across America have struggled to fight severe violent crime. Los Angeles, for example, experienced 322 murders as of January 12th of this year. That's more than a 30% increase from last year, according to the Associated Press. In Chicago, homicides are up by 56%, the Associated Press reports. Keep in mind, this story is actually about New York. They threw in these other cities as Mm -hmm. well where crime is out of control. Now, Joe, Mm -hmm. this is tough. Yeah. But Los Angeles, Chicago, and New York City have one thing in common politically. Mm. Think about it. I know this may take a minute. Again, yeah. we can't use the Jeopardy sounder because it's copyrighted. Well, I don't even want to sound it, mm-mm. but think about it like you have this like little clock here. So I, are those cities run by staunch constitutional conservatives or Castro-loving communist supporters like Warren Wilhelm de Balzio, Balzio the 63rd? Oh, they're Take a second and think about yeah, it. Oh, this is easy. I mean, You're answering too quickly. Okay, let me think You're, about You're answering too sure. quickly. Did you think this through? Yeah. Yeah, they're all in America. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your final answer. I got final it, answer. It's your final answer. Yeah, my final okay, go. answer. Yeah, man, they're all run by blue state guys. They're all oh, oh. castor Okay, just checking. Yeah. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you repeatedly. I just want to make sure it's no. your final answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Joe's figured it out. Unbelievable. I magic. can't believe Thanks, man. Yeah, I know you can't. I know. I know you can't. We're all run by radical far-left lunatics. This is your liberal paradise. Murders through the roof. Murder, meaning people are dead. That's what murder is for liberals listening. You can't seem to figure that out. Mm. If you're murdered, it makes it really tough to vote. So what you wanted, sadly, you're about to get it. Good and hard. What about this gem from The Economist? You know, these liberals who keep voting for this stuff. They have kids, right? They love their lockdowns, too. Keep those kids out of school, or they say they do, the liberals. Here's this article by The Economist. By the way, not a right-leaning publication by anyone's stretch of the imagination, even if you're a liberal, meaning you're not that smart. The Economist, lockdowns could have long-term effects on children's health. Sitting at home playing video games and eating crisps all day is not good for them. Oh my gosh, really? Thank God those scientists jumped in to tell us that. We'd all be lost. You mean sitting at home on an iPad all day playing Angry Birds isn't going to help you while you sit there and munch on a bunch of Lay's potato chips? I would have never. Thank God for the economists jumping in to tell us that. You like this? Taxes on stocks you haven't sold, income taxes going through the roof, your pension collapsing, the job market collapsing, pandering to socialists because you can't decide if Castro was a good or bad guy, crime exploding, 
destroying your kids' lives by plumping them up in front of a computer full of wise potato chips when they can't even uh, socialize with their friends and actually learn stuff in school. Sounds like a really great liberal paradise, doesn't it? Damn, when does the good news come? No, it doesn't. I don't like depressing shows. Neither do I. I'll give you a plan. That's all I can offer you. I read your emails. Paula sent me one this morning. I get it. What do you want me to do? Come on this morning and tell you how great things are going to be? I understand we'll probably lose 20% of the audience that don't want to hear this stuff. But for the 80% left, for the 20%, by the way, I understand. I understand. This is a product and a service. People don't like to pick up products and services. that. Are, but, but what do you want me to do? Lie to you? And I understand if you don't want to hear it today. I don't want to hear it either. But even through my recent issues, I haven't missed the show. I'm showing up today. Because I feel for the 80% who are listening. Again, for those 20% who won't listen, you won't hear it anyway. But I understand. I get it. I'm not criticizing you. You've been loyal to me for a long time. But for the 80% left behind, we need a plan. If they want to fight, we damn well better give it to them. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. And I, unfortunately, I have a few more things I have to warn you about that may be coming. And then we'll get to the, hopefully, the good part or semi-good part. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, Chamonix extended their Christmas and holiday season sale for a limited time. Give yourself the gift of looking years younger with Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum absolutely free with your order. The new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum from Chamonix means skin that's smooth as silk, free from redness, acne, and acne scars, and faster collagen production. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness. It diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts. A big, uh, big, big hit with Paula. You can even say goodbye to those dreaded crow's feet and laugh lines. And with its immediate effects, see results in 12 hours or less. Everyone will see the difference guaranteed or 100% of your money back. That's the Chamonix promise. Visit GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. Here's a promo. Everybody loves promo codes. Check out promo code DAN40. That's DAN40 at checkout for even more holiday savings. Treat yourself. Get Chamonix's brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. They're Cristal's at home microdermabrasion treatment. Exfoliating mask and a surprise luxury gift all free with your order today. Plus free upgrade to priority shipping. Go to genucel.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Genucel.com, promo code DAN40 at checkout. All right, back to some bad news first so you understand what's coming here. You know, the truth is dead. You're going to get more of this, of course. Lies, misinformation promoted through the liberal propaganda machine known as academia, the media, um, and every bureaucrat and swamp in Washington, D.C. Look at this Washington Examiner article. Remember we discussed yesterday or the, or the day before how the whole coronavirus may have emanated from a Wuhan lab and liberals and their media allies because Trump had, because Trump had said it were more eager to hide the truth rather than tell you the truth. Here we go. Jerry Dunleavy, growing body of evidence. Coronavirus may have escaped from a Wuhan lab. U.S. official. Expect to see more doozies like this come out as we engage in full-blown Soviet Union propaganda, Pravda style in conjunction with the liberal anti-civil rights activists who hate a free press. I hate a free press, Dan. They're the biggest supporters of the free press. No, no. They're the biggest supporters of the activist press. We're the free press. The activist Chuck Todd, Brian Stelter, CNN crowd, and MSNBC, that's not the press. They're not the media. They forfeited any mantle or to claim the media, that title media. Long, they're not media. They're full-time Democrat activists. We're the free press, and the Democrats hate us. 
Again, this is what you wanted. You're going to get it good and hard. By the way, did you see LA hospitals, you know, Los Angeles, the city overridden by the now with crime and because they're attacking their police. Read a story today, LA hospitals are being totally overrun by coronavirus patients, which isn't really happening down here in Florida or elsewhere. Because LA hospitals have uh, the population of LA, they have large majorities of citizens on government-run healthcare. And most doctors won't accept it because the reimbursement rates are low, so they're running to the hospitals. Again, it doesn't matter. Like, liberals never think through the disasters of their own policies, but LA asked for democracy and is getting it good and hard, and it's sad to watch. No, I mean that, because people will die. It's not virtue signaling, it's true. People are dying in LA because LA can't get out of its own way. LA's a continued attack and their lawsuits, by the way, in California against hospitals. LA has what, the third lowest number of beds per resident or in Los Angeles? Really? One of the world's greatest cities can't figure out how to get hospitals in its city? Yeah. You voted for democracy. And tragically, you're getting it good and hard in LA. This is what you thought you wanted, right? The government's going to fix our healthcare problem in LA. Really? How come you're in total meltdown mode? Well, that's not happening just about anywhere else outside of liberal cities. Here's another one from Dan Horowitz at The Blaze I put in the show notes. Another article worth reading. If you want to access the show notes, bongino.com slash newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. Dan Horowitz. This is weird. With no lockdown or mask mandate, Florida is roughly the same hospitalization level as the 2018-2018 uh, flu season. Crazy, aren't you? Florida, which where I live, by the way. Wacky. And you're not welcome, liberals. I can't tell you not to move here. Unlike you, I believe in freedom. We can't ban you from moving to Florida. But I'm asking you as a favor, please don't come down here. Keep your forest fire where it is. You wanted this. Now get ready to take it. Good and hard. This is what you voted for. We don't do a lot of this down here in Florida. We don't have a state income tax. We don't prevent our citizens from defending themselves. We have a pretty robust school choice program where shocker parents can actually pick where their kids go to school. And we have a functioning economy because we don't regulate our people to death down here. Florida is not perfect. But it will become less perfect by the day if you decide to come down here. Don't come down here. We, I, I'm not kidding. We don't want you. A majority of the state voted for Donald Trump policies that are the complete antithesis to what you voted for in the hell holes you've created where you brought it on yourselves, both good and hard. Don't come down here. We don't want you. That's very un-American. No, no. It is the most American thing possible. We believe in liberty and freedom and you don't. And you will not leave us alone. Stay where you are and bathe in the liberal poison you've created. Oh, Dan, that's not happening. They're not moving out and destroying places that believe in liberty and freedom like Florida, Texas, North Carolina, used to be Colorado and elsewhere. They're not? Look at this series of tweets. This is really fascinating by a guy by the name of Michael Hendricks. Here are the metro areas with the highest move outs in 2020. Uh, sure, it moves in. I'm sorry. So here's where people are moving to. Wilmington, North Carolina, 
Sarasota, Florida, Boise, Idaho, Huntsville, Alabama. Joe's going to be a test at the end of this, too. Get ready. (laughs) Fort Myers, Florida. Don't jump to an answer either. They're moving to Knoxville, Tennessee, Melbourne, Florida, Austin, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee, Fort Collins, Colorado. And where are people moving out? It's a common thread with both of these. They're moving out of Nassau County, New York, Bergen County, New Jersey, Trenton, New Jersey, New York, New York, Newark, New Jersey, Chicago, Illinois, Bremerton, Washington, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Middlesex, New Jersey, and Lake County, Illinois. Joe, I don't like to put you on the spot, given your many responsibilities as a producer. Hate, hate it when you do that. Because I, I know, I, I know, because it's tough, and I don't want to make Joe have to think to me. He's got to do spots and all this uh-huh. stuff, and you know, plug stuff in and drops and everything. Got to pay attention to the ads where they are. Mm-hmm. So I don't make them want to make you think too hard. So people are moving out of areas, Joe. It's a quick test here that are a liberal uh-huh. or b. Just to repeat the question, they're moving out of areas that are a liberal or b conservative. Uh, they're moving out, I think, li- liberal things, liberal places. Yeah. Yeah. Liberal things. The verdict is in. Armacost's <laughs> a genius. <laughs> Woo. So just to be clear. All of them. <laughs> you create this forest fire, the liberal anti-civil liberty, anti-constitution, forest fire, Castro-loving advocates who are voting to destroy everyone else's lives. You vote that in, you get it good and hard, crime explodes, your economy collapses, your taxes go up, and then you move into places where I live and you destroy those places too. Get out. We don't want you. Go away. Don't Please don't come down. You're not welcome. Don't move into my neighborhood and introduce yourself. Hey, welcome. I'm your buddy from New York. Listen. If you're a conservative or a liberty lover or even a conservative Democrat who actually believes in the Constitution and you're not going to vote for insanity, come on down, shake my hand, say hello. If you're moving from the liberal forest fire you created because you got good and hard what you voted for and now you're coming down here to bring your cancerous forest fire down here, don't come anywhere near my house. You're not welcome. We will never be friends. I don't want to know you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't care about your dog or Fido or your fishing or whatever. Take it, ram it up your caboose and stay the hell away from me. Gosh, that's very unneighborly. Yeah, you voting to defund the police so that my daughter's car gets jacked while she's on the way to school is kind of unneighborly too. So take it and ram it up. You know where to go. This isn't very nice, this show today. Oh, yeah. You think? Don't expect a lot of nice in the coming days. So what's the plan? Well, I'm going to get to that. I just want to show you some interesting video first because people have had enough. And when I say people, I don't mean just people like me in Florida who are tired of people coming down here trying to ruin Florida. I moved out of New York to get away from that, not to move back into it. And why do I keep bringing up Florida? Because Georgia's already been ruined, apparently. Just voted for a guy who can't figure out if Castro's a bad guy. That just happened in Georgia. Georgia. Once you see this chaos, what happened in the Pennsylvania State Senate yesterday, because some Republican state senators in Pennsylvania have had enough. They think there was an election up in their midst that shouldn't be certified. They don't want to see the guy. 
So the Republicans in the state Senate have had enough. They're like, nah, we're just going to fight back against it. Well, I want you to listen in the background as the lunatic lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, who must be the president of their state Senate, similar to our constitution federally, absolutely loses his mind as the Republicans just ignore him and continue to account for us. We need to do more of this. Check this out. As interim president pro tempore of the Senate, a motion has been made to invoke section 576 of Mason's manual, a legislative procedure to replace Lieutenant Governor President, who refused to perform Mr. the duty. Mr. President, I am in totally accordance with the Senate this. powers under it is not in control of the Senate. Constitution. It is not being acquiesced. Question, we are Johnson, not changing the process. Section the chair changing the rules as we move along. That Governor is inappropriate. You are breaking the Constitution and the laws the of the Commonwealth and violating the oath of office you've actually taken. There's nothing about this day that is appropriate. Nothing. And we will not lay down and roll over because you got four more folks on that side of the aisle. This is about Pennsylvanians, not Democrats or Republicans. This is not about simply winning. It's about protecting our democracy. That's what this is. Aye. Arnold. Aye. Almond. Aye. There's no roll call vote, Mr. President. It has not been acknowledged. It has Baker. not been recognized. It is inappropriate to do Aye. such. Aye. We will not participate in this farce. Bartolotta. Aye. So apparently, as Ms. Paula commented us when he's right, it's only okay to violate the Pennsylvania Constitution and the federal Constitution when Democrats think it's okay. Like when they changed their election law for the presidential election, but didn't actually change the law. They just said they changed the law. Dan, what do you mean? You just said they changed the law. No, no, they just unilaterally changed the law without changing the law. So the Republican state senators have had enough. Good. As I said to a friend this morning, if the Democrats think the Constitution's just a suggestion, then the Constitution's useless. A Constitution only works if it constitutes something. Knuckleheads on the left. A Constitution only works when all parties believe it's a damn Constitution. For liberals having a tough time digesting this, liberals who have laughed at the Constitution for years, and now all of a sudden, what, is Republicans? No, no. We need to stand high on the Mount Olympus of morals and ideals and abide by the Constitution. Can you explain to me how that works, please? If it's a Constitution only one party abides by? A Constitution is, in effect, a contract. If I have a contract with Joe that Joe is going to show up to produce his services on my show and produce an audio product for me on the Dan Bongino feed. And Joe says to me one day, that contract doesn't matter. I'll show up when I want. And then the courts say, we're not going to enforce that contract. It's not a damn contract. It's a suggestion at best. We've been living in a post-constitutional society entirely unmoored from the dock for decades now. We're fighting in a boxing ring where the set of rules we thought we were abiding by, i.e. the Constitution, only apply to you. So you're in there with 12-ounce gloves, not rabbit punching, not biting the other guy, while the Democrats, who don't care about the rules because the Constitution doesn't matter to them at all, they don't care. They've already rewritten how elections will be conducted rewritten it by not even going through launch it, just saying it. Yeah, we're just going to do elections different now. Violating our constitution. You're in the boxing ring with 12 ounce gloves. The other guy's got a machete, a chainsaw, and an Uzi in the corner. You're like, wait, wait, wait. You appeal to the ref, the courts, the refs, the courts in this case. Hey, ref, I, we, 
I signed the rules before the match. I thought there's a boxing match. That guy's got an Uzi. Ah, you don't have any standing, dude. <laughs> Just fight and shut up. What? You're citing the constitution. What, what, does it even matter anymore? Yeah, it matters to apparently people who think it matters. The other side doesn't give a damn at all. You got a sitting member of Congress, this Lauren Boebert. She's in the living, she's five foot, 100 pounds. Literally, that's shit, five foot, 100 pounds. She has a concealed carry permit in her state. She's terrified of walking to work in Washington, D.C. because it's one of the most dangerous cities in America. Of course it is, run by liberals. And the D.C. police chief came out the other day and said, hey, listen, she walks to work with that gun on, you know, subject herself to arrest. I'm going to have to have a talk with her. D.C. police chief is concerned about a five foot, 100 pound woman with a legal carry permit from another state. Not this five million percent spike in murders in his city. Priorities, folks. Priorities. So what's the plan? That's going to be the next segment here. Let me get to my last sponsor. I'm going to play this video out of this uh, from Eric Trump that you all need to hear because Eric's absolutely right. Our last sponsor today is uh, Trust and Will. <coughs> Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Many of you just starting out buying a home, having babies and building wealth. Be sure to add securing your family's future to your to-do list by establishing a will or trust at trustandwill.com. At trustandwill.com, setting up an estate plan is simple, convenient, and secure. For as little as $39, you can nominate guardians for your children, determine who gets your stuff, and plan for future medical care, all from the comfort of your own home. Hiring a traditional estate attorney can cost thousands, and using a one-size-fits-all template is not nearly specialized enough. Trust and will documents are designed by estate planning experts and customized for the state you live in. And with live customer support seven days a week, trustandwill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. Trust and Will is the most trusted name in online estate plan, planning. The category leader on Trustpilot, and they've helped hundreds of thousands of people protect their families, their assets, and their legacy. It's important stuff. Get peace of mind today. Go to trustandwill.com slash Bongino. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. Don't wait. Go right now. This is really important stuff. Get 10% off plus free shipping at trustandwill.com slash Bongino. That's trustandwill.com slash Bongino. Go today. Don't wait. This is really important. Okay. So Eric Trump appeared last night on Sean Hannity's program on Fox News and I think Eric's kind of onto something. I'm going to give you my steps here, how to fix this thing. But here's a kind of a tease from Eric Trump. He is spot on. Check this out. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right. Um, and uh, and, and I, I think um, tomorrow's going to tell you a lot about the country because I, I, I can tell you, Sean, any senator or any congressman that does not, meaning on this side, that does not fight tomorrow, I'm telling you will not. Their political career is, is, is over because um, the MAGA movement is going it's going nowhere. My father's created the greatest political movement in American history. And I'm telling you, they will get primary the next time around and they will lose um, if they don't stand up and show some backbone and show some conviction. We're not going anywhere. Are you? I know the president isn't. I know the Trump family isn't. And I know the millions, tens of millions 
of supporters aren't going anywhere either. So step one of the plan to fight back, if they want to fight, they want to make us miserable, well, let's give it to them. Let's make them miserable too. When I say them, you say, oh, liberal? Well, of course. I mean, liberals and Democrats. But to the rhino class too, because there's a big, thick rhino class. Let's primary every single one of these sellouts. Every one of them. You need to pick a side. You need to pick a side. And if your side isn't our side, then we're not your side either. Primary every single one of them. Let the establishment swamp class do their own thing and sit around and write uh, white papers in their think tanks. We'll get out there and do the hard work and primary every one of these buffoons. Primary everyone. Everyone who thinks we're some kind of joke. We'll show them who the real joke is. We're going to win everyone now. We're probably not going to win close to everyone. But we can win enough. I put in my uh, parlor tease I put this morning, quote by Aeneas, that a victor isn't victorious if the vanquished doesn't consider himself so. It's a great quote you should remember. It applies perfectly to politics. The left only wins in the long run when we consider ourselves a vanquished foe. I just don't. But we lost last night. Yeah, we did. But you think I'm just not going to make their lives miserable now like they make ours? The rhinos and all of them? They thought they were going to coast to re-election? Nah. No, thanks. You know, they got, I've run before. <laughs> you think I'm making this up? I always said I'd never run again. Maybe I will one day now. Got enough time and energy to make the enemies of freedom enemies of me. Make their lives miserable for a bit too. You want to take away my freedoms? Maybe we'll take away your seat. But we'll try. Who knows? So first, step one, let's primary every one of these sellouts. Step two, you can scrap every part of the ideological agenda and put it after this. I shouldn't say scrap it. it never goes away. Freedom and liberty are always going to be our fights. But priority number one from this point on, from anyone you vote for, in the Republican Party should be elections reform. Without elections reform, ladies and gentlemen, the vote counting process is finished. It is totally, entirely, completely broken. Everything from garbage signature verification to chaotic mass mail-in voting to registering people at address, the Democrat registering people at addresses that aren't theirs to unilaterally changing election rules in violation of the Constitution. This stuff can't be allowed to happen again. Listen, I love the tax fight, the school choice fight, the healthcare fight, the liberty fight, the gun fight, the abortion fight, the regulations fight. The list goes on and on and on. But if we don't have election reform, all these fights are meaningless because we'll never win them. This has to be priority number one, no question about it. Every lawmaker that shows up at your Republican club, conservative club, Tea Party club, Trump club, MAGA club, whatever it may be, that should be question number one. What are you doing about elections reform? We want this codified in stone in each and every state, in each and every county. We should have one of two days of early voting. 
Excused absentees only. I vote by mail, disclosure, for a different reason other than others. But I'm happy to show up if I have to. And full signature verification with the voter registration file, with voter ID. You're not on board with that. You're not on board with us. Beat it. Get out of the movement. We don't need you. You're useless. Get lost. So primary them. Make election reform primary number one. Excuse me, priority number one. Freudian slip. Legitimately there. Here's my third suggestion. You got to move. I can't move, Dan. Well, some of you can't. I understand. It's easy for me to say I've moved like 20 times. I know how to do it. I know how to relocate and I know how to start over. We've started over so many times. We don't even call it starting over anymore. We just call it a weekday, like a Monday. She's laughing, right? Did you hear that? She's like, because it's so true. We have, yeah, she says, it's not Monday. It's Saturday. We don't even call it start. We have, I mean, I'm not even kidding. Paula and I have rewritten our lives so many times that I don't even know where to start. I know it's hard. I'm a risk taker. Some aren't. You got to move. And when I say move, you say, Dan, you just told the liberals not to. I'm not talking to liberals. Don't come anywhere near us. We don't want you. Don't come to our states. You are not wanted. Stay where you are in the forest fire you created where you're getting it good and hard. That was your choice. You stay up there and deal with it. We don't want you. To the sane folks out there, and forget your party. I'm talking about people who believe in our Constitution and actually want it to work. They want law and order, civil liberties, respect for our police and our military, the ability to defend themselves, the ability to create jobs and to work for a a wage and to not pay all of your money to the government that flushes it down a damn toilet bowl. Mm -hmm. You need to move. Now. If you're in New York, get out. Why? Because the only thing stopping New York from going full communist, where they will get it good and hard, let them feel it. The only way to teach a lesson to the liberals that are voting for this pain being imposed on your life is to allow liberals to impose the pain on themselves. The only thing stopping them are the remaining 20% of conservatives or so in New York City areas, in areas of New York City, 20, I don't know, 25% of conservatives left. I don't, I don't know. I'm just guessing. The only thing stopping them from going full communist is you. Leave. Leave. Let them bathe in their own poison. Don't stop them. They want 90% tax rates, no police departments, Castro worship every night, socialism in their city, no school choice, garbage public schools. A woman instead of a man in their public schools teaching their kids how to be morons, locking down their economies, let them have it. You got to move. Now you may say, Dan, that's, that's easy for you to say again. I can't move out of the state. Okay, maybe you can. Let me give you an option too. You can move within the state. Your business is stuck in Manhattan and you can't get out. You're a conservative under attack by the communist DeBalzio. You don't have to live in New York City. Get out. Move to a conservative county. Vote for a conservative sheriff where at least you can preserve some liberties in some portions of New York. Move there. Vote for county commissioners and whatever it may be, Onondaga County or whatever it may be. And make those counties sanctuary counties. Vote for sheriffs who aren't going to enforce unconstitutional gun laws. Vote for county commissioners that aren't going to abide by these vicious state lockdowns. 
If you can't, and there's no way you can get out of these liberal hell holes they've created, and you don't force them to live in their own poison, then at least move within the state. Sell as soon as you can and move to a conservative area where you can create a sanctuary from these lunatics. There's no excuse anymore. There's a real fight ahead. Let me give you rule number four of the plan going forward. Don't spend a dime of your money anymore on anything even remotely touching liberals. How many times am I going to tell you we need a conservative economy? I'd be very cautious who I do business with in the future. No, I'm not kidding. Dan, that sounds harsh. No, that sounds real. You want real? By the way, when we do little like surveys about the show, that's the one word that comes back often because the show is real. I don't have time to BS you and you don't have time to hear it. You got a plumber who shows up at your house with a Biden sticker? Pick someone else. Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible, Dan. Does it really? Does it sound any worse than Trump's lawyer separating from her law firm because liberals decided they wanted her fired? Sound any worse than that? Oh, but we don't want to emulate their bad behavior. No, you just want to be on the receiving end of it. Good luck with that. You do that. This isn't the show for you. Very sorry. You may want to find another show. They want to make our lives miserable. They want to fight. I'm going to give it to them. You want to join me or you want to join the Surrender Caucus? I'm not interested. Happened to me with someone in the medical profession. I'm not going to name any names in this case because someone else was associated, did the right thing. But I was out of there that next day. Remember that one, Paula? Hey, you're going to talk like that about, yeah, thank you. See you later. I took care of it on my end. Letters were sent. Complaints were made. You think I'm making this up? You think I don't walk the walk? I just throw the stuff out there because I'm bored? Made a big deal about it. Get let politics get involved with your health. I'd rather be dead. Think I'm going to let you work on me after opening your trap about how awful you believe the president and other people are and other things like that and their policies? <laughs> no, thanks. Guy shows up to service your HVAC systems, got a big We Love Castro sticker on the car. Yeah, thanks. Have a nice day, buddy. Oh, my, your water heater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, beat it. You touch my water, I'll arrest you for trespassing. Get off my property. You may want to find someone else. That sounds really harsh. Oh, it is. Still spending money on Hollywood movies with actors and actresses and WNBA players that voted for the pro-abortion, Castro-loving Warnock? You think those are dollars well spent? Think the entertainment industry likes you? The sad part is there are really good folks in the entertainment industry who are conservative. A lot of them. Believe me, I know them. I get their emails. Some are actors. Some are camera operators. Some are sound artists. What do you think? Everyone's liberal? Sadly, they should all find a company to work for that's conservative and go work for a conservative company that produces actual sane content and doesn't discriminate. I've got nothing easy to tell you. I'm not spending another dime on any of that garbage. Sending your kid to a college that hates, absolutely hates conservatives. Send him to some liberal institution. Listen, it's tough. I got a kid now. That age. They want to do what they want to do. But I'll tell you right now, 
I've already put down, put down the marker. I'm not paying for any of it. They want to pay, let them pay themselves. You donate money to your college, their alumni fund, as they put out edicts about how your kids are going to be taught the, the proper pronouns or Zina, you're like, what? What does that even mean? You may want to cancel that check. They wanted it. Liberal institutions, let them have it. Good and hard. Folks, never, ever, ever surrender. This country's been through a lot, a lot, but it's fracturing. Right in front of our eyes. Anyone telling you otherwise or trying to put lipstick on this, like the clown show in the Senate, you know, Ben Sass and others, Gotta rely on the Constitution. Yeah, oh, thanks, Ben. We appreciate it. Dope. What a loser. Writing an article in the Wall Street Journal today, an op-ed piece about fidelity to the Constitution, or just on your side. This is the moron in the boxing ring who the guy pulls out an Uzi and he starts calling to the ref on bended knee, begging him to stop the Uzi guy. But he was dumb enough to walk in the ring because he thought the rules mattered. Well, what's your suggestion? Chaos going forward? No. If they're going to make our lives miserable, then we return the favor. When they decide their lives are miserable enough because they've created a liberal cesspool they've lived in, maybe they'll decide that a constitutional republic is the right way forward like we decided a long time ago. <laughs> Let me play one more quick piece here. Um, got a second. This is some audio. I'm on a hat tip, Carrie Pickett. She's a great reporter. Um, she got Hank Johnson, one of the dumbest members of Congress, the guy who thinks Guam's going to sink because it's too heavy, on audio yesterday talking about how he's filing a censure motion against President Trump about the phone call with uh, Brad Rattensberger from uh, Georgia, the Georgia Secretary of State. I want you to listen to his answer. Check this, uh, check this out. I'm curious about what prompted you to want to bring this resolution, given that Trump is going out the door in about two weeks. I mean, People are sort of wondering what's the point at this at this point. Yeah, the point is for the sake of posterity and history that we express our displeasure at uh, President Trump's actions. His second perfect phone call, where he's trying to influence an election. The first one for himself through foreign uh, interference. This one through overturning the results of a domestic election that he lost. And uh, he, in the process of that second call, just like the first call, he violated federal and state law. And uh, it's too, too late to impeach him, in my opinion. Too late to impeach him, convict him, and remove him from office with only 16 days left. Uh, but certainly uh, we can go on record with our disapproval and censure of his uh, uh, activities on that phone call with Secretary of State Raffensperger. Hat tip, Kerry Pickett, a terrific reporter for that audio with Hank Johnson, the officially the dumbest man in Congress, thinks Guam is going to sink. Hey, Joe, is this that phone call with Raffensperger that, mm-hmm. that Ratten, Rattensberger recorded and put out there? It's starting to look a lot like a setup, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of weird, right? Yeah. How that leaked and the Democrats were ready to pounce right away, just like they did with the impeachment thing with that phone call, Bam. where they were already ready to rock and roll too. Now, what could they be pouncing for? 
the Democrats had this thing, I think, ready to rock and roll. Rattensburger provided the piece they need to politically damage him for 2024 mm -hmm. so he potentially can't run again. Dan, you're thinking ahead. I always have to think ahead because let me tell you something. We don't have enough gutless people in Congress to think in the now. Sounds to me like that was the setup. Mark up Donald Trump for 2024 with the big Hester Prynne scarlet letter on his head. So he's untouchable then too. It's your man Rattensburger there, down there in Georgia. All right, folks, sorry for the dour nature of the show today, but I'm not going to smoke you up. There's no time for that. There's a fight ahead. Fight you should never, ever, ever even contemplate surrendering. They want to fight. Well, let's give it to them. They want to make our lives miserable. Well, let's pay back the favor. They spend a lot of money and time thinking about how to make your life absolutely horrible. Time for us to return the favor. And if this is what they want, let them swim in it and let them take it both good and hard. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.